I didn't notice this during the show because I'm oblivious. But holy shit, did I just cut you off every time you tried to talk? <laughs> so, the best was one point, which was, which did make it in the show, where I like cut you off and you were like, ah. <laughs> that's fine. That's like the official three second like synopsis of the podcast is you starting to talk, me talking over you, and you letting out a sigh. Howdy, it's Tuesday, September 14th, 2021, and this is episode 156 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? I've been watching a bunch of Matt Bridger Vegas vlog videos, and I'm ready to go play some slots. Yeah, I don't don't know who that is. The vlog father, the king of Vegas vlogs? Come on. No. He's a British guy. Very Everybody who is listening to this knows who Matt Bridger is. I'm literally the only person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he hasn't been a long time, and he's in Vegas right now posting his YouTube vlogs. He's like the five hundy of Vegas vlogging? Probably, in that stratosphere. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with the stratosphere. The Strat now yes. hotel. So he does walk around and show everything in Vegas, but also shows his slot play, which you'd think would be stupid. But nothing makes you want to play some slots like seeing somebody hit some bonuses. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's edited, so it's just all bonuses all the time, right? And he's, like, straightforward about that. So it is good and fun to watch. So <laughs> Give the people what they want. Take all of the plot out of the videos. Just yeah. give them what they're there for. Could you imagine if I did a slot video like that where I didn't edit it and I just hit, was hitting spin, like, <laughs> once every three minutes and then waiting for my drink to come? I think that's going to be the new king of slot videos. That would probably shoot you straight to the top of the charts. You like nervously looking around, like seeing if you can see the waitress come in or whatever. Nervously looking around, waiting for some security person to ID me. Anytime somebody with a casino shirt walks by, I'm like, oh, they're going to kick me out because they think I'm 17 years old. Sir, we won't give you any more drinks when you bet 40 cents twice every 10 minutes or whatever. Hey, optimal strategy. Learn it. Live it. So what happened in 1856? Nothing. All right. What happened in 1956? <laughs> Everything I could find on 1856 was about the lighthouse being completed, but we already talked about the lighthouse because yeah. it got started in 1855. Let's just jump straight to 1956, Craig. 1956, a musical variety special called Atlantic City Holiday aired on NBC. It was 90 minutes long. The description of it on the Paley Center for Media, so that's how you know it's highfalutin stuff because it ended up on the Paley Center for Media, talks all about it. I think it took me 90 minutes to read the description. So you get a bunch of people playing music and stuff, showcasing Atlantic City in 1956. There's a host and some special guests and there's Miss Universes there. So here's a couple of excerpts for you. While looking through the boardwalk telescope, host Jack Carter spies the planet Venus and also spots the voluptuous Venusian Jane Mansfield lounging in a tub of bubbles and singing Heatwave. They bring Mansfield to AC to show her the sights. So, you know, of course you go to the steel pier of the boardwalk, the 500 Club. There's a comic bathing beauty dance number which traces the evolution of the bathing suit from the turn of the century garb to the 1920s and the bikini while the chorus sings, Don't Put a Tax on a Beautiful Girl. And I think we might have the title of this episode. <laughs> it is a good title. 
Uh, but we've talked about that on the show, just in seeing all the evolution of the promotional stuff for Atlantic City going from basically full-on suits, can't barely show your ankles, to bikinis in... I don't remember when we first started seeing the bikini with the woman in the solarium. Hey, indeed. Yes, the French model who was American. Yeah, French in quotes. I did find a two-minute clip, but it's just some a musical number. So there's not really much to show. I guess I'll link to it, but... I can't even believe you didn't mention friend of the podcast, Rocky Marciano, also, you know, features heavily in this, I think, so... Friend of the podcast? Yeah. I thought that... It, was it right? <laughs> it was Tony Graziano, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Oh, no, it was Rocky Graziano. Oh, and so when I first saw that... That was I, way off. I thought it was the same boxer who fought the kangaroo on the boardwalk that we talked about before, but mm. it was not. I, I looked, that was like Tony Galuto or something, okay. some other person. I'll link to the whole description and you can read it. Stuff about suffering from a bad sunburn, a blowhard conventioneer, which still you see all the time in Atlantic City. So Harry's Oyster Bar at Bally's is closing September 26th. They do have a note that if you have a gift card, it can be redeemed at their other restaurants. Doc's Oyster House, Knife and Fork. Uh, is it Doherty's? Doherty's it is. Yeah, Doherty's Steakhouse and Raw Bar and Linwood Country Club. I had no idea they owned Linwood Country Club. Don't even know where Linwood is. It's in New Jersey, I think. I think you're right, but <laughs> you're the worst New Jersey resident in the world. That's true. Do you have lots of sadness about Harry's closing? I don't. Uh, Harry's was good. It was a nice place to go, especially if you happen to be staying at Bally's, which I don't predict I'm going to be doing a whole lot in the future of. <laughs> but it was totally serviceable. But uh, yeah, I'm not super sad. They posted this on Facebook and I saw it and shared it in our Facebook group. I actually think I saw it first because somebody shared it in the Everything AC Casinos group. <laughs> yes. You, much like Megan K, only goes to one place for all of your news. So I shared it in our group and I, it's like one of the most reacted to things I think I've ever posted in our Facebook group. Like, episodes nobody cares oh yeah harry's closing people very sad lots of little tear face emojis people very bummed out in one of the groups it was posted i don't think it was everything ac casinos and everybody's like good riddance no big loss valley sucks anyway stuff like that which i liked it a lot i will say but the service left the service was consistently pretty pretty bad when i was there not like surly or anything just slow. oh no no they, they were very friendly it just it was slow at times and really, for me, like, other than the oysters, I don't think any of the food was, like, amazing. No. Although I generally liked what I got. I mean, then again, you like land shark food, so. That's a good point. I was thinking, you know what would be really good is just Ducktown Tavern, go get a burger and some fries, which I think I said last trip report, I want to do that, which we're definitely not going to do, but still. If we're going to go get a burger and fries somewhere, I really want it to be Vagabond. Mmm. Interesting. Need to get in a cab and go out to Vagabond in the middle of nowhere. Since we have our dinner plans booked, which we'll talk about in a second, you know, it could be for lunch, and presumably for lunch, either me or Paul could drive. That's true. More likely Paul, since he probably doesn't have as many kid seats in the back. <laughs> yes, half as many, I would assume. Yes. Should we get into our trip and our plans? Yeah. Which we actually have planned stuff. Rare for the Do For A Win podcast. Indeed. I know last time, I don't remember exactly what we've talked about, but just kind of summarize things real quick craig and paul i believe are going to be staying at the ocean courtesy of surely their extreme amount of high level play as we discussed yes yeah <laughs> uh, meanwhile i will be slumming it not being a high roller at the resorts on friday night and the tropicana on uh, saturday night what can i say you gotta up your game if you want those comp rooms i know i know well one day i i hope to be on your level truly so there was a brief discussion of booking both nights at TROP instead of switching. Yes. This sounds much worse, though. So I vetoed it, given that it, I would be the one staying there or not staying there. There was a discussion of Paul and I staying at TROP and you staying at Ocean. 
but then we're on the opposite end of the boardwalk for the entire trip instead of just half the trip. Yeah. You also can probably get Harrah's, right? I'm sure I can get Harrah's with a ball, yeah. But then you're not even on the boardwalk. Yeah, like Ocean and Chop are not quite far enough apart, so you need to actually have somebody go to the marina. Which maybe just sheer distance-wise is not actually that much further than Ocean and Chop. I mean, I do have a room booked at Borgata in October. Do you? Just because? Because you get it, so you did it? I literally sent it to you and Paul when I booked it. Literally I, sent the confirmation. I can't be expected to remember these things. In our chat. Yeah, it's like some Friday in October. It was just available. So I was like, yeah, I'll take that. It was a Friday night. Nice. Just one night, 29th maybe or something. You should just go, even if nobody else goes. Yeah. Or you should come with me. Halloween weekend. We were talking about going then. Isn't that when every band or whatever you want to see is playing? I don't know. I don't remember the things I say on this You're show. You're terrible. Anyway, let's not talk about trips that aren't going to happen in six weeks let's talk about the one that is going to happen surely at this point in two days three days we have dinner plans so that's good yeah so friday yeah dockerty's yeah since you'll be at resorts we'll be at ocean we will go to dockerty's at resorts which i think makes perfect sense i think the plan is to just get there pretty early like before five even and go to the raw bar i am personally excited about a trying a bunch of oysters and b just Picking out a mess of appetizers that all look good. Their menu looks really good, I have to say. Yeah, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I mean, maybe it'll be terrible. I don't know, but I'd be surprised from Docs. Yeah, I, I think it'll be good. I'm a little concerned about you know Friday afternoon and it's a popular place. I guess worst case we can always just say okay, seat us in the steakhouse side and we'll just order off the menu. Or worst case we can just find somewhere else to get food and it won't be a big deal. Land Shark Bar and Grill. Stay at the <laughs> resorts. Go across the boardwalk. I mean, you know that's actually going to be like five times more busy than actual good places. Oh, 100%. Yes. No, the Landshark will be packed. Landshark and Margaritaville will both be a madhouse. Yes. We also have Saturday plans to go to Rife. So that's something that has sort of been on my list since it first opened. Our friend Dave went and said it was pretty good. So that's out actually three quarters of a mile southwest of Trop. Is this even in Atlantic City at this point or is it Ventnor? I assume it's probably actually Atlantic City. But yeah, it's Atlantic City. It's getting City, close. It's, it's getting very, close. Very close. Um, yeah. I mean, you can kind of just keep going down the boardwalk all the way, and then it's like half a block or like a full block off the boardwalk. It's actually, it doesn't seem like it'll be ba- a bad walk mm-hmm. if it's a little long. But I'm assuming we'll be super full and, and be happy to walk back on <laughs> after that. So that's the restaurant plans. Are there any other places you want to go? We've got breakfasts, lunches. It'd be nice to do Gilchrist at some point, whether it be in the uh, inlet or at the trop. Yeah. I mean, you're trying to get out very early on Sunday. Yes, I will. I, I I would probably like to do it Sunday morning, but I assume that there's zero chance that you and Paul are up by then, or at least you are up by then. I could be convinced. I don't think so. <laughs> we'll see. We'll talk about it when we're actually there and figure out. No, I, I'll is. probably be getting out too early for that to be realistic. You mentioned, well, I guess maybe that's related to Gilchrist. You had said something about eating a very early dinner Saturday, figuring that Mm -hmm. we'd have a very large breakfast. Where is this large breakfast happening? I don't know. Casa, taco, and tequila. (laughs) I don't know why we'd be at the trap, really, for breakfast on Saturday. Right. Like, we'll we'll still be up. It it is a good breakfast, though. It, It has to be said. That's true. I mean, we could go to the inlet Gilchrist. I was just assuming we'd go to the Gilchrist at Trop, but yeah, we yeah. could go to the inlet Gilchrist. Probably be very crowded on Saturday, but I, I assume it would be as well. I don't have any thoughts about like lunch restaurants or anything. I mean, I had a big list of stuff that I thought was interesting yes. and new, like 
Tony Longo's and Carlucci's Pizza. There's a new pizza place in the Orange Loop called Cuzzy's. I mean, we're going to Doherty's. So I feel like having the two dinners picked. Two new places. Yeah, two new places. It'll be good. I mean, even if it's bad, it's good to just go to new places. Yeah, for podcast purposes and for like going to more interesting places. Oh, yeah, just, just curiosity purposes. One food thing we have to do, and I think the perfect time to do this is between you checking out of resorts and checking into TROP, boardwalk pizza and beer stroll. Yeah. Get a slice of pizza at the Steel Pier, get a beer, walk all the way down, get a slice of pizza at whatever the place is near TROP that Amy S. Rosenberg said was good, go check in TROP. Yeah. I think that sounds, sounds perfect. Good. Which will also set us up nicely because our reservation isn't until the ungodly late time of 6.30 p.m. for dinner on Saturday. I know. I was complaining about it. That's... <laughs> My complaints were, Rebuffed. you guys didn't seem too impressed. Yeah. No, ignored. It's fine. What about gambling? What I've been watching slot videos, like I said. There's a new Heidi game. I don't know if I'll be able to find it. They've added Hannah. It's now Heidi and Hannah's Beer House. Oh, I played uh, some Heidi at the uh, Horseshoe when I went a couple weeks ago. Got some bonus games. Nice. Pretty underwhelming, it had to be said. Oh, that sucks. The first time I played Heidi, it went terribly. The second time, it went really well, and I got a bunch of bonuses, and then I've never gotten a bonus since then. How is that possible? I don't know. You're doing it wrong. I know. I guess it's a pretty low probability event when you're playing, like, two spins per ten minutes. That's a good point. Literally ten, ten spins an hour. I want to try Top Dollar. That's a game that everybody keeps talking about. But I feel like Top Dollar is a game. Never heard of such a thing. It's a three-reel game. Oh, I like that. And then if you get the bonus, it gives you offers and it shows dollars. Everybody's like laughing that we're describing this game that's probably like 20 years old, 30 years old. <laughs> and, and then it gives you an offer, like deal or no deal type offer. Like it'll highlight mm. several dollar amounts and then be like first offer. And then you can either take it or decline it. And if you, and I think that it gives you four total. I don't understand exactly how this is working because you've described it as three real. And yet you're describing a pretty complicated sounding bonus. Oh, so in the like screen at the top, that would normally say like, you know, screaming eagles or whatever. It's got just uh-huh. an image of some dollars and those will light up individually. I see. And it's got two buttons, one oh, for accept okay. deal I've and one for s- I've seen these before. They're yes, everywhere. Yes. I've never played it. Yeah. At a dollar, those bonuses are like meaningful. Like, oh, you get a $55 bonus. They have it for a penny at Trop. And it's like, is penny top dollar, like top penny? Come on, 55 cent bonus? Yes. Yeah, that sounds dumb. Maybe, but they have quarter too. So maybe quarter I could convince myself. It's only two lines. So I don't, how does that work with pennies? It must not be the same on a penny slot machine. When I think of slot machines at Trop, I think of nothing but, nothing but net. The greatest <laughs> slot machine at Trop. It is. I, that cannot still be there. No, it's, it was taken out years and years ago. Surely. I'm going to guess that none of the slot machines from that company are anywhere in no. any Atlantic City or Vegas casino. They sure were all terrible, despite you always being like, no, nothing but nets are actually good. I had fun with them, nothing but nets. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's a perfect game or even a, an unflawed game, but I enjoyed it. Maybe I was grading on the curve of their previous <laughs> Not being Danger Arena. Danger Arena was so bad. Remember when this was like the Danger Arena podcast? Yeah. They tried to really make this skill gaming thing a big deal. Oof. And it's just gone. Has died. Yeah. It's not good. The only skill game is top dollar where you have to decide whether to take or decline your offer. Truly a game of skill. There, I mean, there is deal or no deal slots, which are fun. Same basic concept. Hmm. They stole that whole concept from top dollar slots. I actually don't know which came first. The thing I've been playing on the computer that I want to play is five times video poker, like five play video poker. There's not a lot of, I mean, there is, 
there's not very much good multiplayer video poker in AC, though, I feel like. You know, I'm not probably not going to play it for a quarter, right? Because then you're playing $6 a spin. But I'm assuming at a nickel, the pay tables have to suck, right? Yeah, I would assume so. We did Penny 100 times. At Monte Carlo, I think. Yeah, Park MGM. It was the Monte Carlo back then. And I remember the pay tables were abysmal. It was like 7-5. I mean, it's like, you know, normal pay tables if you just stumble on a machine and, like, see what it has. But not good by any stretch of the imagination. I've been known to play some 7-5 video poker at a video poker bar. Yeah, I've, I may have done it before. I have even even seen 6-5 in the wild. That is about as bad as I've been. definitely seen 6-5. I think Horseshoe Baltimore has a good amount of 6-5. Horseshoe Baltimore's pay tables are atrocious. They're bad. They used to have 9-6. Not any time I've been there. Well, not at 25 cents. I think they had it for a couple of years once it opened. I mean, it was like dollar spin minimum, I think. So it's right. probably too rich for your blood, but yeah. Too rich for me. I want to go to a video poker bar, but I don't know if I'll have any friends with me who want to do that. Certainly not me. <laughs> uh, so what about you? What are you itching to do gambling-wise? Gamble. Obviously. Are you dying to go to the Hard Rock Asian Room? No, I don't think so. I think I'm going to try to just play at the three places that I'm staying. I think that makes sense. And by I'm staying, I, of course, mean the places that you and Paul and also I am staying. I, I will say, like, the trip kind of works out nicely, I think, in terms of, like, the structure of where we are staying and also where our reservations are. And obviously that we did that on purpose. But, like, it should work out where, we're like, we're going to end up at three different casinos. If we want to pop into another one, that's fine. It should be good. It should be good. Uh, craps. I haven't played craps in forever. So put me down for a game of craps at some point. I... <laughs> play a lot of craps every time i go so i don't know what you've been doing even last time like i was we were there together for so long and i played a lot of craps i'm trying to think like other than i think you don't i think craps like kind of it's like a little high variance for you or something because you had opportunities to play i think you just chose not to that's definitely true which is weird because i was up last time so i should have had bankroll to do it and i just didn't do it so maybe who knows maybe i'm just a machine guy now i don't even want to play table games i mean i like my pie ghost tiles and my pie ghost poker but does that even really count since it's so slow? It's at the speed of Craig. It is so slow. It's great. That's why I love it. Are you going to get your black card from Bally's to get your $100 dinner? I was excited about it. And then I read more comments in the various Facebook groups and people were like, it's not worth going yet. Like, you're not going to see any renovations. I thought the lobby bar was done. That does not seem to be true. <laughs> I don't know. So I, I'm not seeing much incentive. I played the same to... video poker machines for a while that I always play when I go there. So I do appreciate the full pay video poker, but I don't know. I can't see myself going and getting the match if I'm not going to use the $100 dinner and not really going to play there for more than a couple of minutes. So it doesn't really seem worth it. I mean, should we be using our dinners? That's. I mean, I guess for me, it's it's fine. I'll take my wife out to horseshoe to use my my dinners i don't even know if i have one but i expect i'll be back in atlantic city before my dinner expires i certainly have not seen anything saying like hey you haven't used your dinner which they usually send could go to Kwai or something for lunch that's true it's always a possibility you do like your caesars or just any anywhere generic and trop also works chickies and beets anywhere except chickies and beets because they've decided to stop sponsoring us so we have to bury we have to bury them now huge news huge news no more chickies and sweets do you think we will attempt to make borg at all or the marina in any Uh, way i'm I'm not going to i mean you and ball if you want but like i said i'm trying to try to go next month i think and concentrate my play there for a day it's no reason for me to go for a couple hours that's true there's an argument for paul and i going on our way out of town i mean you guys can go whenever you want wouldn't it bother me at all 
yeah, we'll see how it goes. I, I expect if we end up going, the time to do that would be after breakfast, go for a few hours, because we're probably not going to leave until 2 or something, I think, was the plan on Sunday. So we'll have a decent amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm booked for a 3.30, I think, train from Philly. Extremely rare, no bus trip for me to Atlantic <laughs> City. Bus-free trip. Yeah. I've driven, obviously I've driven a few times. What are the odds, Craig, that I leave my house at like 8.30 or whatever I need to do to get you? Eh, maybe 9. And then you text me like an hour later and we're like, oh yeah, I missed my train. I'll be at Philly approximately never. And I'll be like, God damn it. Oh, so the prices of all the later trains came way down. Oh, okay. So I'm pretty, I have a lot, well, the next train's only four minutes later. Yeah. And then there actually okay. is a pretty big gap. <laughs> <laughs> So it's possible that I wouldn't get to to Philly until... Like noon, maybe. Noon? Yeah. That's fine. If I were you, I would be aiming to get to Philly at like 11.30. No. I'm going to aim for 11. I'll, I'll leave my house at 9. It should be fine. Traffic should be mostly better by then. And I should be able to make it. I mean, you even said you think you can make it taking public transit, which is good. If drop-off goes completely seamlessly, I could take public transit. But my plan is to check Lyft, see how long it says it's going to take. And if it says it's like traffic, book it to public transit and take the light rail to the path and have yeah. 16 minutes to spare, which should be plenty actually at Newark. It should be fine. I think it'll be fine. I don't think I'll miss the train. So are you yet. going, are you going to New York or are you going to go to Newark? No, I'm going to Newark. Okay. It sounds better. It's easier for me to get to New York. Everybody cares so much about this, but you lose the time because the train leaves earlier. Right. And that's what kills you. That's how trains work. Yes. <laughs> they take a, a route. Some might say they're on a track. Yeah, really cannot deviate much from know. there. <laughs> anyway, is there anything else we want to say about our, our trip? Attractions, Kyle. I know that you want to go to the top of the lighthouse again. I, I told you I would absolutely do it with you. 100%. We we talked about our boardwalk pizza and beer stroll, which feels feels like an attraction to me. The boardwalk is an attraction. Lucky Snake Arcade, I have to go. Okay. I have to walk through it. I know that you probably will like, absolutely I, refuse I, I, to even put in it. Yeah. You know, you'll be at resorts. It's between resorts and ocean, right? I'll be walking directly by it. I have to go in and at least see it. I just want to see it. And then win a bunch of tickets and get some cool stuff. Big teddy bear that I carry around for the rest of the trip. Indeed. You will not put it in your room. You will just carry it the entire time. Do you have any interest at all in Top Golf? I might be able to be talked into it. But it's like a fake one. It's like a video Top Golf, right? Not real Top Golf. Yeah. So I, I said how much, you know, I don't have any interest in playing golf. But that's mostly based on the time. So like Top Golf, basically you just pay by the hour and that's fine. Yeah, I could I could be talked into doing an hour there probably. I guess if we're like hanging out in the afternoon or we're like, do we want to do something non-gambling and we're at Ocean, that's always an option. I went to see if you if they were like all booked up for Saturday or whatever, and it would only let you book Wednesdays at four PM. Interesting. I think that probably means the reservation system is broken, not that somehow their only availability for the coming month is every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Maybe it's just not, not a popular time, Craig. Somewhat unlikely to me. Literally every slot is booked, but every Wednesday at 4, somehow not booked. Do we want to throw axes, get drunk at Little Water, go throw some axes? Carl told me the axe throwing was very fun. I was quite drunk last time we were out that way. So That's true. Quite drunk. So probably not. No axes for you. No axes for me. I want to buy some more Little Water stuff, but I think I can actually get that at resorts at the wine sort resorts sounds expensive i bet it's not that much different mm. all right you can look the advantage of going to little water would be trying cocktails that they make with their liquor so it does sound like the kind of thing you and paul would like yeah you're not into it not feeling it 
By, by all means, go out to Little Water if you'd like. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's all this talk about, like, we should split up, and then we never actually do. I mean, I don't care if we split up. <laughs> I, I'm never the reason we don't split up. Let's That's put it that true. way. That's a good point. Our failure is in thinking that you want to be included. Right, I know. If you want to go to Little Water, I have no qualms with that. I will be gambling. Uh, I think that's it for my notes. All right. Oh, Heyday Coffee Company is back open. I think it's been open for a while. It's now on New York Avenue. It used to be next to Rhythm and Spirits. Uh, so now it's like two blocks over and I think a little closer to the boardwalk than it used to be. And I thought Heyday was good, so I'm sure I will wander by there at some point to get a coffee. Question, do you plan a trip at all thinking like, I want to do this for the sake of the podcast? Or are you just like, I want to do what's fun, mainly gamble? I mean, in terms of, like, gambling, yeah, like, I, I do that because I think it's fun. I enjoy trying out new things that I haven't tried yet, which I think is also good for the podcast. So I don't do anything for the podcast, though, no. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, we picked Doherty's and Rife. Doherty's, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but, like, I would have picked those anyway. So one funny thing, sort of even more than, like, doing stuff for the podcast, I feel like I'm shifting a little bit in what I want to do on the Atlantic City trip because it's so rare that I get away from the kids. And so just the idea of like going and sitting at a bar, I think that's part of why I like Tucktown Tavern so much is like, I never get to go just sit at a dive bar anymore. And that's pre-pandemic even like where I've, I've had a kid for six years. Like I just never have this opportunity. So the idea of just like going and sitting at a dive bar, I'm like that sounds amazing. And this is a trip where it's possible I'm going to do that. But like, what are the odds that I actually want to spend my Atlantic City time doing that? Pretty low, I'd say. Really? I think it's pretty good. I think it was more likely that we'd go to like a decent bar. But going to, like, you know, Firewaters Duck and Trop or good. something like that's not going to happen. Or, like, a damn good sports bar? Nah. Chickies and Pete's. Those assholes. Chickies and Pete's is great. I would go sit at their bar. I'm going to go sit at their bar by myself. You need to go talk to our marketing VP right, right now. Yeah. My one problem with staying at Ocean is that there's no bar I want to sit at at Ocean to play video poker, really. Oh, I was going to say, like, don't they have that, like, nice outdoor bar or whatever? Or no, that's close. Adjacent I bar. think that's done. Oh, okay. So they have the lobby bar. Hmm. Oh, that's boring. That's boring. They have actually replaced the wine bar that was on the mezzanine that, like, overlooked some of the table games. That is now a bar called Blush, and it's like a cocktail bar. So I'd probably check that out. We're not going to do it this trip, or at least I'm not going to. But you know what bar I always did want to go to that I never actually did? Irish bar. The, like, random whiskey bar in Harris. The bar with no name? Yeah, bar with no name. Yeah, that looks awesome. I don't even know if it's still there. I haven't, have not walked in that property in many years. But... Same. No, I thought that that bar looked cool. Yeah, next time, next time. Next time, Marina trip. Halloween weekend, our Marina trip. Yep, 100%. Put it on the calendar. Surely Good. nothing will change that. Like to hear it. All right, well, anyway, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash do for a win. Find all of our great content and buy a shirt. Uh, we still have a lot of shirts, so many shirts at do for a win.com. Uh, reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or me and Kyle Askin and send Craig some questions to do for a win at gmail.com and maybe we'll answer them on air. So. You didn't ask if I had any last words. Oh, any last words, Craig? No. Good. You had enough words. <laughs> That's true. Every episode. So uh, we finished season three. Uh, so what? Three-fifths done, right, Craig? We are three-fifths done. I think yeah. a little more because I want to say the next two seasons or one of the seasons is a little shorter. Yeah. So anyway, we did get the end of the war between Nucky and Jip. And basically what happens is Nucky played it pretty well and set everyone up. But he convinced Rothstein to get Mazaria to pull his support from Jip. 
what ended up happening after that is Harrow basically went in and just shot everyone that was left in the <laughs> brothel, which the more I thought about it, the less it made sense at all. But yeah. that's neither here nor there. Yeah, he could have just walked in and taken Tommy because like nobody, everybody knew he worked there. Yeah. Nobody there would have said anything to him. <laughs> Plus, like, what was he going to do if Masaria's guys didn't all pull out and there was, like, 50 more guys in there? Yeah, it was so weird. Anyway, also, why were Nucky and Eli, like, the first people, like, wandering around the house with guns afterwards? Because surely they would go in first, right? If they didn't know everyone just got shot in there. It, <laughs> and nothing made sense about that. Anything. But, yep. So, Harris steals Tommy, as Craig said, and delivers him to, I guess who was his lady friend uh seems like that may not be the situation anymore though we don't know right before that happened we got to see jip and jimmy's mom have a pretty uncomfortable sex scene i oh, guess that scene was so bad <laughs> she tries to uh give him the same heroin treatment she gave fake jimmy <laughs> <laughs> yeah and gets turned it around on her yeah it backfired on her i don't know what her situation is it seems like she survived unfortunately i don't think she did i think she's dead oh no i think she survived she'll still be there next season and uh at the end of the episode so jip ended up escaping from harrow's rampage but he gets knifed in the back by one of his people that nucky and eli found when they were searching the house that's about it i mean some other stuff happened nucky also got uh set up luciano (laughs) well Rothstein set up Luciano. Nucky set up Rothstein. Yeah, Nucky set up Rothstein, who seems like is going to be in big trouble. He's going to get in trouble from the lady cop. Yeah, from Andrew. Andrew Carnegie was basically like, go bust that guy. Andrew Carnegie, come on. I thought it was Carnegie. No. It's Melon. We're fighting. There's so many moving parts in this episode. So many, like, gears turning of who's screwing over who. Uh, what do you think about all of the moving parts of the episode? I think they were fine. It was like an entertaining episode for me to watch. But then like afterwards, I was like, none of that really made sense. Why when Ducky wants peace with Masaria after he pulled all his guys out, did he have Al and Chalky slaughter every single one of those men? It doesn't seem like a good way to make peace to me. I don't think Ducky actually wanted peace. Uh-huh. Uh, so he wanted to send a message. Hmm. The way he was getting peace with Masaria was through Rastin and them partnering up. And then he, he also wanted his revenge on Rastin. Okay. So that, that's like a respect thing more. All right, I, I can so. buy that. I can buy that. So it's obviously all setting up for, like, Nucky to be the ultimate boss and, like, proving that he's the ultimate boss with these genius moves. Uh-huh. I didn't think about the Harrow stuff and Nucky and Eli going in first. Well, that did – the Nucky and Eli going in the first thing was sort of like, why are they there? When like, they why are the only people? two people in this <laughs> house? Uh, but, yeah, the Harrow thing, like, I was just – in awe of how much of a badass video game character Harrow was. <laughs> he could have just walked out with him holding his hand and it would have been the same, same outcome. But I have to say the episode ended and I was like, that was amazing. It was so, so well done. Like the plot, for as terrible as the plot has been for at least the first nine episodes, I thought the last two episodes brought it together shockingly well. I don't want to say it made the whole season worth it, but it was a very well done end to a season that otherwise was not all it was that good. good. Seems like we saw Margaret get an abortion. She did. As far as I could tell. Oh, and then Nucky goes and tries to get her back, and she's like, nah, not interested. I bet she'll be back. That's my prediction. Uh, So the one thing I really liked was the the start of this episode is just, like, dudes killing each other on the boardwalk and stuff. Yep. Full-on gang warfare, and then that's not at all, like, what ended. I mean, it was funny seeing all the the people asking Bader the questions. That was great, yeah. Uh, it was a little contrived when they were, like, laughing at him, like, yeah. oh, Nucky doesn't run this town, blah, blah, That's just about everything. What do you think happens in season four? What do you think the plot is? Because it's a, another, season two, total re- reset, season three ends, total reset on the series again. Margaret and Nucky get back together. 
Do you have any thoughts on like who Nucky's working with? I mean, it seems like he's going to make an alliance with the real like power brokers in the country, as far as I can tell. I think he's going to be working with Al. He'll be working with Al. He'll probably be working with Lucky and Meyer. I mean, that also happens in real life, by the way. So it's oh, not that surprising. Yeah, so I think it's going to be bad for, like, Rothstein will probably be the bad guy in, in this season. Yes, I think that's probably true. But if he's working with Al, that means he's working with someone we didn't see at all in the last two episodes. And that is Van Alden, who is, yeah. remember, he got busted and brought to Al. I don't even care about what Van Alden's doing. Frankly, I think that this show would be better if he didn't come back, but I'm sure he'll be back. I think that Van Alden is going to prominently feature in the next season. Probably. As like I mean, he's prominently season. featured in all the seasons, really. So, Do you think Harrow is just out of the show? Um, No, I expect we'll we'll see Harrow. Can you just drop a kid off with your girlfriend and be like, bye? Yeah, no, that's fine. By, by the way, like another weird thing, the girlfriend's dad being like, A, totally coherent, B, like completely reasonable. It seems like, yeah, is that really how he usually is? I, yeah, I it was know. almost like, oh, now he respects Harrow. Yeah. Like, I thought that that was the direction that it was going to go, but then it wasn't really the direction they went. So, yeah, that was totally out of character for him. I don't know. It was, it was fine. It was, it fine. was, it was entertaining. As for, as sort of like, it was entertaining. The yeah. second half of a movie where like everything comes together, I thought it was like a very well done twists and turns and everything. I thought it was good. What I thought we were going to see at the very end and we didn't see is get to see the new black club on the boardwalk or whatever. I know, I know. I was so expecting that, but no. Yeah. Because, you know, the it actually ends with Nucky on the boardwalk. Trying to be incognito, but, like, how incognito can you really yeah, be no. when you're Nucky Thompson? I guess it's 1920-something, and there's not the news. There's not the 24-hour news cycle, man. This is neither here nor there, but I get annoyed every time people complain about the news environment today. But believe me, the news was just as bad back in the times of Boardwalk Empire. And in some ways, even worse. Believe like, me, the news in the 20s. The print, the print news at, like, <laughs> the turn of that century was, like, legitimately horrible. Like, it is possible to get, like, reasonably good unbiased news now. Like, that was completely impossible no. back then. Yes. It was like, you could have, like, swill from one side or the other, and that was your two choices. <laughs> yes, it was the Wild Odd West. There were no rules. <laughs> Neither here nor there. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back hopefully sometime soon with a trip recap. And you can always re rely on us for the unbiased news. Indeed. Except we hate you. Peace. Don't go there. Hey! Sitting in the office the day before a trip, just counting down the minutes to like, ooh, now it's only 18 hours until I'm in great. Like, that's a big part of the buildup of excitement and getting you excited for a trip. When you got a bunch of shit you got to get through, like right before a trip, makes the trip just a little less fun. So basically cancel the trip is what I'm saying. Yeah. Shut it down.